This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Da-da-da-da-da. Why don't you check it out for yourself? Go to HelloFresh.com slash 12OP. Use the code 12OP for 12 free meals, including free shipping. Benjamin Tucker, good morning. No fishing yet, but Opie, the cargo ship is free. You think that guy uh, is fired or so fired? And then did you see stupid Lionel, Lionel Media? I used to like having Lionel on uh, the radio show, but he went all in with the conspiracy stuff. I think he wants to be the next Alex Jones. He's like, don't believe this story for a second. But he never says why. He wants you to question uh, what we see in front of our eyes, like that cargo ship stuck in the Suez Canal. He's like, don't believe this for a second. And I'm like, all right, well, what's the story then, Morning Glory? And he's got nothing. Just wants you to start thinking about Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster, I guess. So far, uh, they're saying likely human error. We, we went over this on the live stream, what, a couple days ago. At this point... You got to leave everything to computers. <laughs> you just got to. When it comes to cargo ships going through the Suez Canal, you don't need a guy on the bridge eyeing it. Oh, I think uh, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. When the computer would be laser focused, the computer doesn't give a fuck about anything. Doesn't care about its social media numbers. Doesn't care about its wife. Or a husband, it just wants to fucking be perfect as it go through uh, go, goes through the Suez Canal, and then you got the human guy like as he's checking his Twitter and his Instagram. Yeah, I think we're good. Done this trip a million fucking times. <laughs> I said it every time there's a plane crash that they'll tell you human error. <laughs> Wait, Boo Atkins. My first marriage was human error. <laughs> we we all have a human error. God damn, that's funny. Are there rednecks in Canada? I always wondered that. Shane Church, Opie's not right or left, but three rights make a left linger longer. Yeah, I was, uh, uh, forget it. I don't know. I think Twitter is just, unfortunately, becoming impossible. I I, uh, I dealt with the nonsense on Twitter because it was a good tool to market, you know, your your radio show and whatnot. But there are just people, too many people that just want to make up shit all day long. I've been yelling and screaming about cancel culture. I've always been against cancel culture. I've always supported people that I didn't even like because I thought it was the right thing to do overall. Because I think it's very, very dangerous to just start canceling everything left and right. It's getting in completely out of hand and then I, I i write a few tweets about it and guys like oh then stop 
voting for the people that want this on the left. I'm like, I, oh my, I, I, I don't vote. You can't win, Gary Krasinski. It's, it's just, it's, it's just pure insanity. You could tell them how you feel. You could tell them the truth over and over again, and they'll just ignore that shit. People still think I, I got let go from SiriusXM because of the incident with Roland in the bathroom, and that's just not true. So here I am. I tell everyone, honestly, you know what, what happened. I think uh, SiriusXM was sick of me because, um, because of all the bullshit I put Howard through. And Howard's a big baby that cries and complains behind the scenes all the fucking time. And uh, maybe I should have been uh, uh, a good boy instead of a bad, bad boy. But uh, no regrets. You can't have regrets in life, right? And then even though uh, the show I put together was um, damn good, I don't know if it was bringing the people to SiriusXM. So, you know, I was damaged goods, and uh, they were paying me a lot of money, and they, uh, they were trying to figure out a way to save some money. And uh, so they got rid of me. And then I said, nah, 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 with some, uh, some people around me, and they said, oh, shit. And I've told this story over and over again, and it doesn't matter. People will, will tweet that I got fired because of the Roland incident, and I just simply didn't. They, got, they tried to get rid of me without even seeing uh, the silly video that I, I did in the bathroom, which we've done a million fucking times. It was part of what we did, just fucking around wherever we could, in the hallways, in the bathroom, wherever, outside the building, in bosses' offices. They didn't want to see what I filmed because they knew damn well that uh, they didn't have a lot to go on. And they didn't think I was going to fight. Uh, they, they're like, uh, well, uh, well, we got to see the video. And my agent's like, wait, you fired the guy and you never saw what he did? And they're, they're like, uh, uh, well, can we just see the, uh, 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 Because uh? they just assumed there was something really, really fucking bad, right? So we sent him the video, and they're like, oh, my God, there's nothing here. And I've told this story a million times, and then, you know, these asshole haters that just want to make up shit will just go right back to, you got fired because you were taking video of a co-worker taking a dump. That just did not happen. And then they quickly, this is the part i got to be very, very careful about, but in the end, let's just put it this way, SiriusXM did the right thing and I didn't lose any fucking money but it goes back to my point you know honesty means nothing in this new world of ours unfortunately I will tell that story another 10 times and and people will just simply ignore that because they think they got something on me and the truth is boring so when the truth is boring people out there are like well fuck it let's just make up our own fucking uh, thing and then maybe it'll get traction and I'm not the only one this happens to. It happens to so many people now. No one gives a fuck about honesty and the truth anymore. Chico Sansi, tell everyone to shut the hell up. That cancels everything out. When it comes to cancel culture, I never thought it was a good thing. Uh, maybe it was a, a decent tool at first. Maybe there were a couple things that were a little squirrely. Now every day there's a whole, not I, I shouldn't say a whole bunch, but there's a few things that are trying to be canceled every single day so i think it's losing its power and i think i think a lot of people are getting just um you know uh tired of it i mean uh they let sharon osborne go oh god 
I think if you're doing a show called The Talk, you got to expect some um, some pretty tough conversations. I think that's what would make a show called The Talk. So now you're just basically telling uh, the world and, and your potential audience that on the show called The Talk, they're going to have very careful, careful conversations. There's going to be nothing edgy or controversial. Because who the fuck is going to want to try to get controversial on a on a show called The Talk if they know they could get fired if they say the wrong fucking thing? That's just dumb. The Talk, only about what we like to hear. Yeah, exactly, Rachel. Exactly. People are all for free speech and the First Amendment until they disagree with what you have to say. That's pure lunacy. The First Amendment gives you the right to be blank in America. What's the word? Word up. Cameo, anyone? The word would be offended. The word would be offended if people were like, what? Especially the youngsters. They don't understand that. That's part of the First Amendment. You have the right to be offended in America. <laughs> but that little bit about the First Amendment, people have forgotten. So they're like, oh, we're all for free speech until I disagree with what you have to say. And now I got to cancel you. Then you're not for free speech. Oh, you like the corn version. Wow, good job. Holy shit, I forgot about that. I used to love corn. Are you ready? That was a band that uh, that broke on WAAF, the only station that really rocks up there in Boston. They hung out with us a lot back in the day before they became massively huge. Uh, did you throw their CD in the river too? Gary Krasinski says, no, I did not. He's referring to the time that I threw uh, Godsmack's CD in the river uh, before everyone knew the band Godsmack. Sully, um, the lead singer, hung around WAAF, the only station that really rocks. He liked me and Anthony Lott. He came in a bunch before he became famous. That is a true story. And uh, we had an appearance at, uh, I don't know, like a guitar center or something like that. And Sully was there. And he was jamming on the drums and stuff. I think it was drums that day. And he goes, hey, oh, I'm with my friend Jay. Jay from Framingham for the people that uh, go way back really good friend of mine. He's now in LA. And Jay came to the appearance with me. We're hanging out for the day, whatever. And at the end of the appearance, um, Sully gives me his new CD and says, this is my new band, Godsmack. I want you to check it out. And so then we're driving home. I believe I had my, uh, oh, what did I have? I think I had, uh, it doesn't matter. I had an S10 Blazer, I believe, with a sunroof. And we're driving home. And I was always, you know, making my friend Jay laugh, just being stupid. So I opened up my uh, sunroof and I was talking about the, you know, the CD that Sully just gave me for his new band, Godsmack. I, I forgot exactly what I said, but I said something that got a laugh. And then I threw the CD up and over my car and it landed in the river because we were going over a bridge. He laughed. We laughed ourselves all the way home. And then the other side of that... <clears throat> I became a massive Godsmack fan. Massive. I've seen them at least 10 times. Love, love, love Sully and Godsmack. But it wasn't about that. I, I even assumed that I would just get another copy of the CD. It was all about just making Jay laugh. And then you fast forward and WAF, the only station that really rocks, starts playing the damn thing. 
And uh, credit goes to Rocco because I, we had like a box in the studio with all these uh, CDs of bands. And uh, Rocco took it upon himself to play Godsmack without the program director's knowledge or anything like that. And, uh, you know, Sully for the longest time credited Rocco for putting them on, on the path of uh, stardom. A lot of the early articles and stuff that were written about Godsmack and Sully, uh, that story's told that there was a DJ named Rocco that started playing their shit. And that could have been me and Anthony, but I instead went for uh, the dumb laugh and threw uh, the CD out the sunroof, making sure it landed in the river. And there was no disrespect. It was really just going for a fucking laugh. Gary Krasinski, it's Greg Hughes on the only podcast that really rocks. Your home of rock and roll. <laughs> I think that's some kind of bird call. All right, here, doggy. You put a treat in your pocket and uh, the dog follows you like, oh, I'm just hanging out with you. No big deal. I don't notice that you got something delicious in your pocket for me. Oh, wow, look at this. You just gave me something delicious from your pocket. I was just hanging out with you because I love you. Looking for love in all the wrong places. I feel like a new man because I got my first shot. Shot, 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 shot. Second shot coming soon. They say uh, after the first shot, you're 80% good. I don't know if that's uh, a real stat. I'm just a guy that reads a paragraph at a time and then I spew stuff on here. So don't take anything I say seriously. I'm not an expert on anything. <laughs> I'm just a good reader. Uh, Angel D.A. Roselli, do you miss the old days of radio or do you still enjoy radio today? Oh, my God, is that a loaded question. Oh, my goodness. Um, I certainly miss the old days of radio where you pretty much could get away with anything. I, I miss the days where only a few of us could do this. And... Um, and that would be, uh, you know, Opie and Anthony, throw a little Ron and Fez in there, throw that sea sucker Howard Stern in there, Don and Mike, ah, that Lycus who I didn't like, and maybe a handful of others. And that was it. Now we live in a, in a world where everyone thinks they can do what we did. Thus then... The reason every single fucking person on earth has a podcast now. Radio, radio, yes. Uh, Kirk B., I did, you SOB. Did you watch Harry Styles doing Sledgehammer? Unfortunately, I saw it on Stern. Oh, I skipped that one. So yesterday, someone turned me on to Harry Styles doing Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer. I'm like, get the hell out of here. How could that possibly be good? And then I searched it on the, uh, I searched it out on the YouTube. People hate when I say YouTube, so that's why I say it a lot. Uh, <laughs> and then I saw Harry Styles perform this song on the Howard Stern Show. I said, I ain't giving that video a click. So I just went with the regular version of Harry Styles doing the uh, Peter Gabriel sledgehammer. God, it, it was good. I'm starting to think this Harry Styles might have a little talent. When did the morning zoo bullshit start? Way before my time, my friend, Jeffrey Geis. Way before my time. When I got into radio, I thought it was kind of silly and stupid. But I was young, 
and uh, I saw it as a way of uh, having a damn good life, a, a great way to pick up chicks, and uh, and then you also got to go to all these concerts, and then you got to take some CDs home with you, because the record companies would, you know, they would send you a, a box of CDs, and you would give out, I don't know, maybe 20% of them to the listeners, and then the, the staff would take the rest, and your friends and family. So I was thinking, what a great life. But I also realized somewhere in my uh, mid-20s that it was so dumb and so stupid that I either got to do something very unique and different or I got to get the hell out of this business. So I just started talking, 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 talking. And then I was like, wow, this is kind of fun to just talk and, uh, you know, and beat up the bosses because they don't know how to do this thing. And then I, I I made a life out of it. But in the beginning, I thought it was really stupid. Pat Duffy, is this true? Hey, Ope, did you see that Pat Sajak is in trouble for saying she wants a D so she'll get one on Wheel of Fortune? Like Steve Harvey doesn't blatantly ask people sexual questions on Family Feud. Are you saying it's a black-white thing? Are you saying Pat Sajak's in trouble because he's white? And Steve Harvey could do pretty much the, the same thing, and he's not going to get in trouble. Is that where we are in this world today? I like that, uh, Pat Sajak, getting a little saucy. He's probably like, you know what? I'm done with this gig. I'm just going to start saying really dumb stuff until they fire me. <laughs> oh, my God. Hi, doggy. All right, relax. No, that doesn't mean I have another treat. It's not my problem you ate the treat in two minutes. Go, go, I got to do this now. Working on my Philly accent. Hope you appreciate it. Will you stop licking my balls? I don't got anything in my pajamas. I gave you what I had. Did you used to work for the Opie and Anthony show? It's never enough. You just want more and more and more from me? You want to sit here and do the live stream? I wouldn't be surprised if you do do that. Bite me on the ass and then take over the live stream. Oh, hi, everybody. Yes, I'm still holding a grudge. Still got peaches. You want an exclusive today? Peaches is the uh, apple seed that I put in a little bag with a little paper towel that was wet. And God, if that thing didn't start growing. And that was at the beginning of the, uh, the pandemic over a year ago, a little over a year ago. And uh, it was an apple my daughter was eating. And the damn thing took off, and I put it in a little cup, and then it outgrew the cup, and then I put it in a Tupperware container, and it outgrew the Tupperware container. And I'm proud to say that a year later, you're about to see it. It's to my right here. Hi, peaches! That thing is uh, at least two feet high. Are you drunk, dude? Lori says. No, I'm not drunk. I'm just high on life. I actually had a good night's sleep for the first time since I got my first uh, vaccination shot. And I tired myself out yesterday with that DDP yoga, doing 10-second push-ups. My goodness. So I'm a little hyper, and I'm a little hyped up on the, uh, the coffee. Opie's growing his own demise. Rachel's a very smart lady up there in Minnesota. She's referring to the fact that I get explosive diarrhea every time I eat a raw apple. But what if I uh, use the apples to make apple pie? Because then if you cook the apples, then I don't have explosive diarrhea. I'm no scientist. I just know that's true. Oh, you also saw that was the onion, by the way. 
I ain't going back to peaches. If you were uh, paying attention, that was the onion too. And that was one of the onions from Thanksgiving that was left in a bag on the counter just off to the side. And one day I'm like, oh, look at this. Something's growing out of the middle of the onion. So then I thought peaches needed a little um, companionship. So I put the onion uh, just on the top of the soil and the onion said, thank you for giving me life. And that thing rooted itself quickly. That light thing is crazy, man. All right, let me pick up my professional microphone and talk about HelloFresh for a second. With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Ain't that the truth? Not only do they sponsor the OP Radio podcast, I'm a customer. I'm on my, oh my God, what is it? We're, we're getting them like uh, every other week at this point. It started out like just, okay, I'll try it. And then I'm like, this is amazing. And then we've been ordering boxes ever since. It's at least six or seven boxes at this point. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. The cooking's fun and the recipes are easy and they have all the ingredients you need for each recipe, which makes it real nice. HelloFresh offers 25 plus recipes to choose from each week, from vegetarian meals to craft burgers and extra special gourmet options. There's definitely something for everyone to enjoy with all recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Over four in five HelloFresh customers say HelloFresh helps them lead a healthier lifestyle with delicious, low-calorie, carb-smart, and vegetarian options available each week. And I think this is the most important part right here. Get better value. HelloFresh is 28% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store and 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal without sacrificing the quality. Most of the dishes that I make with HelloFresh, I go, you know what? I would pay good money in a restaurant for this. And everyone's like, shut up. <laughs> oh, my God. Now I got the hiccups. I love HelloFresh. And you know what? Why well, take my word for it. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 12OP. Use the promo code 12OP for 12 free meals, including free shipping. Once again, that's HelloFresh.com slash 12OP. Use the code 12OP. You don't spell it out, by the way. 12 OP is the code for 12 free meals, including free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, and we thank them for sponsoring the Opie Radio podcast. Thank you, HelloFresh. Slipped any more discs when skating. Um, unfortunately, because of that, I don't inline skate as much anymore. I'm a biker these days. And because of uh, a lot of yoga, a lot of stretching, and that DDP, from Diamond Dallas Page, my back is really, really strong, but it could pop out at any moment still, unfortunately. But what I have found, because I've strengthened everything, this is too much information, but I know a lot of you uh, suffer from back shit. Um, when it does go, it comes back a lot quicker. The old days when my, my back went, it would be two to three weeks of misery. Now it might be a day to two, maybe three days, tops. Uh, so what else is going on? Usually when uh, a radio host says that, that means they've run out of things to say. <laughs> oh, that is, a, that is a stall tactic. 
I love giving you guys the inside stuff. So uh, what else is going on today? Back operations. No, man. I've um, every every person I've gone to, they said if you could avoid the back operation, do that. But I honestly also think that they've come a long way with the back operations. I got a friend down the beach. That's what he does for a living. And even he told me to avoid it at all costs. Fucking spine doctor. Spine doctor that does like those uh, triathlons and those like those survival mud race things. You know, I, I do a little yoga on the beach to stay in shape. And this guy, I don't even think he's that much younger than me, man. Maybe he's 10 years younger than me. He'll just casually uh, swim a mile in this ocean when it's really rough and crazy. And then he'll run back to his house past all of us as I'm sitting there with, with my beer gut thinking I'm getting my body back together. And he's like ripped, running by all the ladies. And then they're all making believe they don't notice that this guy is a, a, a chiseled god. And then I try to suck in my gut so I can have a conversation with my friend for a few minutes. And then I try to hide as many body parts as possible. Casually uh, reaching for a shirt, hoping he doesn't notice that I'm just putting the shirt on. And if he does, I'm like, oh, I, I, gotta, I got too much sun today. I got I to gotta be careful. And then he goes, all right, everyone. And he just jogs off and all the women are just drooling. That might have happened. Confession time. Trying to get off the sugar again. And uh, I might have snuck a little chocolate milk into my coffee. <laughs> Why haven't we had a live stream with you and Sherrod? Man, maybe someone should ask Sherrod that. Because uh, I've had a tough time getting him on the podcast and the live stream since Vic died and Carl died. I understand. There's a chance if you're friends with me, you might die. And knowing uh, that Sherrod smokes a lot of weed, that might be making him a bit paranoid. Because we are definitely good. Uh, what else? Oh, I know. So right before I turned this thing on, I was checking out the news. And there's another uh, robot video. I love that humans think they could control the robotic technology that is happening. And I go back to a documentary I saw. Ray, uh, who's the who's the Ray guy that wants to live forever? Uh, he was on our show. He was a bore. And he was talking about the singularity theory. Uh, Ray Kurz, Kurziak, Ray Kurz, whatever. Like it matters. But in his documentary, he was talking about, uh, you know, robot technology, robotics, I guess. Right. And uh, not Ray Liotta. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Kurzweil, thank you, Joe Cox. We got a big brain in the uh, live stream today, and I appreciate the big brains. Uh, hi, Birdie. Hi, Birdie. Stupid sparrows. Useless sparrows. Um, Ray Kurzweil, yes. Yeah. So, in this uh, documentary, I love going back to this point, and uh, you got these scientists working on the robotics and the ro robot technology. A big place for that is like Japan and a lot of the Asian countries. And they basically said these guys, who are really, really smart individuals, they said that we really should stop advancing that technology 
and that it scares the shit out of them. And that's their livelihood. I always remember seeing that in the documentary. And this morning, there's another robot video that is out. Yeah, now, just a robot doing drywall. They're teaching him how to do construction. And he's just casually using a, a nail gun like it's nothing. And I tweeted, I go, oh, what could possibly go wrong with this? Oh, you son of a bitch, Gary Krasinski. Gary just triggered me. He goes, hey, do you have piping plovers? Those little birdies on the beach? Look, I understand, like, the world has way worse problems. So I got to acknowledge that. But this time of year, I'm not phoning it in, Benjamin Tucker. How dare you? This is some of my best stuff. Why is my voice getting high? Your voice only gets high when you're trying to defend yourself. Love the nervous Oscar. Okay, yeah, F the piping plover. Thank you, Chris Shoplock. He understands. So this time of year, um, there'll be like a pickup truck that starts rolling down the beach. And uh, all of a sudden, they'll stop in front of your house. And they will put up fencing the size of a football field to protect two little birdies that might be nesting in the area. Look, I'm more of an animal lover than not. I'm more of an environmentalist than not. But it's insane what they do. And then all the people that own these houses, and I know there's way worse problems. I got to say it again. They all come marching out, yelling and screaming at these guys, and they've heard it all, and they just hammer their fencing in, and they will ignore you because they're trying to save the piping plovers as we all just dump just tons and tons of plastic in the ocean. Let's ignore that, but let's make sure we save the piping plover so it can nest properly. But I figured out the trick. I figured it out. Finally, after all these years living on the beach, this is my, what, uh, third, uh, third-ish, ish, third, third, yeah, third beach house. So what they look for, I finally realized, is those stupid piping plover little, um, uh, do they have feet? Footprints in the sand. And if they see them, then they stop the truck in front of your uh, your house and put up the giant fencing. So I might, I may or I may not be going out to the beach today or tomorrow with a, uh, a rake <laughs> to rake up some tiny little bird footprints so I can have a nice path right to the ocean when I'm fishing. I may or may not be doing that. Do they have large talons? What I could see is that the bird is completely useless. It can barely fly. It might fly for about seven feet at maybe three inches off the ground. Better ONA guest, Michael Madsen or Johnny Rotten? It's a glorified chicken. Angel, you're crushing today. Uh, wow, Michael Madsen or Johnny Rotten. I think I would have to go with Michael Madsen. Although Johnny Rotten was damn good on the show. I was kind of intimidated by Johnny Rotten. I've said over the years, I, there's only been a few times I've been very, very intimidated by somebody. Ray Liotta, very intimidated by him to the point like he called me out and asked if I was sick. Because I don't know what happened, but I was looking at Ray, Ray Liotta and uh, I was like, 
I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was about him, but he intimidated the F out of me that I just shut down. And he famously looked at me during the interview because I didn't talk for like 20 minutes and said something like, is that guy sick? <laughs> yeah, he was a good fella. But then I go back to that movie. Um, uh, what movie was he in where his brain, the top half of his head was cut off and his brain was exposed and he was walking around? The CGI on that scene was so ridiculous that I laugh at that. And it brings me back to reality. I'm like, oh, he agreed to do something stupid like that. Hannibal, thank you. See, that's why I need you guys. Like, I almost get there. And then I need you guys to pull me over the line. Yeah, Hannibal. That scene in Hannibal was ridiculous. Trump 2024, make libs cry again. Humongous. Good luck with that. You're going to watch Trump uh, fade away, my friend. And I'll tell you why. Because of the egos of everybody else in the Republican Party. Private school those kids. The other schools are teaching boys to be girls and vice versa. Jimbo Morrison, I don't give two shits about that. Oh, my God, I don't care about that. Look, I still like you. The beauty of what I do is I, I don't have to agree with, uh, you know, you don't have to agree with everything I'm saying, certainly, and vice versa. So I still like you, Jimbo, but that as far as um, concerns for my kids, I don't care about that. And honestly, uh, yeah, you know what? I think I could say it because I don't think the kid, there was a kid, uh, uh, yeah, I could say it because they're not in the school right now, but there was a kid, um, you know, in in class with uh, one of my kids, that absolutely went uh, went girl, even though he's uh, he was born a boy biologically or whatever. I don't know how to say it properly, so relax, cancel culture. And you know what? We found out the kids didn't give two shits about it, and the kid himself seemed completely normal. Now that's my experience. That's all I know. And the kid was only, uh, man, maybe five or six. Oh, is that freaking people out what I just said? But that is the truth. No one gave two shits about it. The teachers didn't care. The, the students didn't care. The kid had all the confidence in the world. And that's been my, uh, my experience so far with that. See, this guy has to say weirdo parents. Actually, the parents seem pretty normal, my friend. I mean, you got to think what's your... You know, you got to, I don't know, think for yourself, I guess. I'm just telling you my experience in the whole thing. And I, it came across incredibly normal. Uh, or The Doors, your favorite band, Opie Radio, uh, Gunnier. I, I don't know who my favorite band is these days. Like, all-time favorite, I'll go, uh, I'll go, like, the Allman Brothers at times. I'll go Zeppelin at times. I'll go Doors at times. Rolling Stones, early Rolling Stones, like uh, all the way up to Tattoo You. I'll put the Harlem Shuffle in there, but after after that, that it was Tattoo You was my last favorite Stones album. But then you squeeze in the song Harlem Shuffle, which is uh, very very catchy. Rush, I used to love the Rush. Yep, One Direction. You're right, Philip Wright. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking assholes. 
Wait till Opie's taxes go through the roof and he loses all his money because of Biden. Humongous. You're insane. I'm not a Biden fan. I'm not a fan of our political system. Get it right. I probably would lean more Republican if they weren't all a bunch of assholes. Ah, what are you going to do, Jimbo? Morrison? Opie, you were a hard worker on ONA and made that show great. Should have been making Stern money easy. Yeah, man. Oh, you blocked you after his first comment, sir? Wait, you guys can block other people too? Oh, my God, this is awesome. I thought I was the only one that could control blocking in this stupid chat. Sarah, so my friend uh, Bull up there in Buffalo, I want to go local. Uh, kind of started radio with Bull, who does mornings on 97 Rock. I did a little uh, professional radio before WCMF, uh, the home of rock and roll in Rochester. And me and Bull were there at the same time, learning from Brother Weez and then, then making it our own. Fast forward a whole bunch of years, uh, Bull's a rock star in radio up there in Buffalo. And he's the one that got in trouble with that thing uh, last week. And uh, I guess he had a comedian on, you know, talking about how he likes his toast. And he was comparing it to, you know, black people. And I heard the bit. and I'm like, oh, my God, I know this is kind of an old school bit that a lot of radio guys have done. Usually they talk about it when it comes to, like, how you like your coffee. But I was thinking, I'm like... I'm for one that you should be able to do a lot of this stuff on the radio or TV or on your live stream as long as you make it really, really funny and you don't have the hate in your heart. But even I am sitting there going, why are you doing this bit in this day and age? You're going to get yourself fucked. And then I listened to the clip that went viral. And I, the whole time I'm like, please, 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 hoping that my buddy Bull didn't say anything. And the only thing he said was something like, okay, very sarcastically, like he knew, like this is not good. So they fired the comedian, uh, Rob Lederman, who I knew uh, when I was up there in Buffalo a million years ago, a local comic. And they gave my friend Bull two weeks suspension, and he's not getting paid for two weeks, and he didn't do anything. It's his show, and the comedian did the whole thing, and the only thing he said was, okay, this is why radio sucks. Sucks so fucking bad. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't fire my friend, and I'm glad they did it, but it also sucks that he's not getting paid for two weeks. That's bull -o. Yeah, that's I, I despise radio and what it has become. Although there were a couple times. I'll finish with this. Me and Anthony were getting suspended left and right, especially up in Boston, and then we finally got fired. We got fired once in Boston, but we had at least, wow, man, I want to say at least three suspensions. And they would announce to everybody that we are suspending Opie and Anthony without pay for two fucking weeks. And behind closed doors, uh, Bruce Mittman, our GM at the time, would sit us down and I would get on my high horse. Why are you not paying us for two weeks? And he'd be like, relax. You're getting every dollar. But we had to say that to calm everybody down. He goes, go have fun for the next two weeks. And he was basically patting us on the back as we were leaving. Like, keep doing exactly what you're doing. Andrea giving me five. I made five dollars to do this today. That's enough motivation for me to turn this thing on again tomorrow. If I make $5 a day, I'm good. Go back to Buffalo and work with Bull. What? 
Do you pay attention to Tefs? When I said how much radio sucks, so why would I do that? Free Dumb Fighter 29. Opie, why don't you go back to work at any New York City radio station doing anything? <laughs> no, I don't want to. I swear to you, this is just as good as doing any radio job in New York City. It really is. And if I could pump it up and get more than 150 people watching this and make more than maybe five bucks a day, then we would be talking about something real. Yeah, Neil knows. Radio is shit. I think people like thinking about the good old days and they think, you know, it just goes back to that. But uh, the FCC and radio companies in general destroyed the business. That's why satellite radio exploded, and that's why podcasts uh, exploded. I just don't like the fact that everyone thinks they can do a podcast. Christ, especially all these goddamn comedians. An announcement to the comedians that do watch these things. Most of you suck at podcasting. Knock it off. Doggies in the corner. The waves look awesome. We're going to take a little walk. Mike Long, I'm starting a podcast. It looks easy. That, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Jonathan Fa, what's up, buddy? You have a good day. And Ted Palawada, you have a good day. Wayne Boo Atkins saying goodbye to the pod squad. We got a nice group in the, uh, the private Facebook group. Uh, I'll try to turn the link on tomorrow so you guys can join me. If you want to join our private Facebook group, it's only like $5, but it's nice. It goes toward the cause of making me want to do this every day. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I want to pay down some of these fucking bills. I don't need to pay all of them down. I don't need to make the money to pay all of them down, but it's nice to, to know you got something coming in. And you go, oh, at least I got the cable bill this month without dipping into savings. Anyway, uh, if you want to become a supporter, you go to my regular Facebook page, OP Radio Fans, and you click on Become a Supporter. And then you pay $4.99 stupid cents. What do I get? I think I get $1.25 of that. Thank you, Facebook. All right, guys. Yeah, Pat Duffy, right on. Love you all. Have a great day. I like that. I like that a lot. We have a really good group. It's not dark and hateful. You know, we go down that road from time to time, sure. But uh, the vibe in general, I, it's really nice. It's really nice, and I appreciate that. Oh, and I know I used to be dark and hateful. I understand. You don't have to say it. Yeah, fuck Rich Voss. That's how I end today. Thank you, Lori. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. <laughs> 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 <laughs>